Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you live your leanest and healthiest life on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. This is where you'll learn how to thrive on plants, disease-proof your body, and unlock your true inner potential. My name is Maxim Sigoin. I am a former triathlete, bodybuilder, and powerlifter. I have been vegan for nine years and have coached over 300 vegans to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you today to listen to this episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, Fit Vegan Superstar, Paul Smith. It's such a great name for that. How are you doing <laughs> today, you. man? Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Doing, doing awesome. Awesome, man. Well, I'm really excited to have you on the podcast today. I didn't know I was going to make that intro, but your name just came out perfectly for that introduction. So <laughs> awesome, man. I'm, I'm excited to, to talk to you today about like, uh, obviously your transformation, what that process was like for you, because I know that you are a busy man. You know, you've been able to crush a transformation, like just for the people listening, Paul is down 25 pounds so far and over the past few months. And so I kind of want to explore what you've been doing and how you've been able to, to navigate that. Perfect. Awesome, man. So one thing I always like to do is give a little background story for people listening, because some people might be listening and be like, ah, it's easy for Paul to do. He doesn't have anything else going on in his life. And he was already into all these healthy habits before. Uh, and so do you mind giving a little background as to like what you do for work, like your level of obligation and, and where you were at before joining the program? Of course, I'd be happy to. So for the past 10 years now, no, 14 years now, I've been working in the food industry and specifically as a baking and pastry chef. So mm. <laughs> uh, constantly dealing with extremely high calorically dense foods and yeah. tasting and serving those and giving them out to people. And uh, recently I actually got a promotion to be a manager of a bakery. So now I'm running it all. Congratulations. It, yeah. Thank you so much. It's been extremely busy. It's been extremely chaotic. Just like this this coming week, I've got four of my artisan bread bakers that are quitting the same day. Okay. It's a little rough. So I've got to switch my schedule to 2 a.m. to 11 a.m. You know, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's chaos, but yeah. it's manageable. <laughs> yeah. So you're even busier than when you first started now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. And, well, I have so many questions for you. Like, first one I want to ask is, how did you navigate being on the meal plan and in the program and just having all this temptation in front of you all day. <laughs> I think, I think after you work with something for so many, you know, so such a long time, you get a little disenchanted with it. Uh, mm. Sweets hold a lot less special place in my heart. I mean, I still like them, but yeah. uh, when you're constantly surrounded by them, they get a little boring and old. So yeah. uh, it's a little easier to resist. And there's also some things that like with my current position, my manager would always laugh at me because I would sample things and then spit it out in the garbage. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, just so that I could actually see that it is good and make sure that it's high quality, but still not adding to my caloric intake for the day. Yeah. Smart. Not everyone could do that. <laughs> in someone's mouth, I'm just going to swallow it. It's right there. It's one yeah. last step. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. So yeah, I guess like it's been over like 10 years, you mentioned that you've been in this industry. So I guess when you first got started, that's kind of when you went like, I'm just going to try and eat everything. I feel like that's how I would have approached it. 
Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's been a struggle finding a balance between what to eat. I mean, especially mm-hmm. in the pastry industry. Uh, and definitely when I first started and when I was going through school and culinary arts school, you're constantly making sweets and pies and pastries and cakes and you're you're eating and trying all of them. And so it was so easy for my weight to just extremely fluctuate for me to start feeling like symptoms of numbing toes and like, am I getting pre-diabetic and different things like that, that there were huge indicators that my health was not where it needed to be. <laughs> yeah. What if you don't mind me asking, what's the highest that you went went uh, weight-wise with, with all that? I, I think 220, 225 pounds is my highest weight that I've had. Okay. And you're you're six foot tall. Yeah, like, I'm six that, foot tall. That, that's 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 heavy because I'm I'm six four and I went to two forty. Yeah. And so you're only twenty pounds. And that that felt heavy on the joints. That yeah. Felt heavy on the body. So yeah, I can't imagine, sure. man. Four four inches and like 20 pounds, like, damn, yeah, that's, that's, that's heavy on the body. So you managed to lose some weight because when you first came in the program, you were 205. Yes. Yes. I was able to control some things, but I really wanted some sort of process in place, some sort of, not someone watching me, but you know what I'm saying? Some yeah, feedback. Some structure. Exactly. Some structure, something to help me get to the point where I wanted to be. Yeah. And if you don't mind me asking, have you tried losing the weight before and what had you done before reaching out to me? Yeah. I mean, I think I've probably tried everything from beach body programs to, I I did CrossFit for a while and that was great too, because I had, I had my uh, mom that was actually doing it with me. So there was great motivation there. It was great having a partner going and exercising every morning, but when you lose that structure or that person that's encouraging you to, and helping motivating you, then it, it definitely makes things a little bit harder to, to get to the gym. And so that's, that's why I went to the fit vegan gym. <laughs> yeah. And so w- was that the transition? Like you were basically doing CrossFit and kind of had to stop. Like how, how did you get to the no, place that, where like, I'm going to talk to Lucky and Maxim and, and start that? No, that wasn't the exact transition. It was it was a few years. So that was when I moved back from New York from culinary arts school and was living in my parents' basement. And that's when I started going to CrossFit with my mom. I mean, eating habits weren't the best, but the exercise sure helped a lot. And yeah. then um, my parents are both vegan. So that did help getting into their household and getting back on track that way. But it was the process of working there, working out, being in my parents' house, and then moving out on my own, trying to regulate my weight, exercise, keep things balanced, and just failing completely. <laughs> not yeah. having that motivation anymore, not having that that support anymore. And so uh, that's when my weight just went up. Okay. And so how, for how long have you been following me on Instagram before you joined? I'm always curious about that. I was probably following you. I, I think you contacted me like a couple weeks after I started following you. I'd seen yeah. you because I do follow a lot of vegan influencers or, you know, weight weightlifters and stuff like that. So I think you popped yeah. up on my feed regularly. And I was like, one of the times I just clicked and saw your profile and I was like, yeah, might as well follow, see what comes of it. And I think you contacted me pretty much like a couple days or a week after and was like, yeah. hey, what what brought you to my page? So yeah, beautiful. And this is my favorite question. One of my favorite question is what because it's online, right? Like we, I never met in person, and I hope we do one day. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah uh, that would be but, amazing. You know, 
we, we, we never met in person before. And then, so was there any apprehension to, to doing this program with, with us never, ever, never spoken before? I think there's always a little bit of apprehension starting something new, but it's also kind of an excitement as well. And I think I was more excited than apprehensive and just seeing the great progress of all of the clients that had gone before and left testimonials and pictures and, and just looking at yourself. I mean, it was, it was something I was more excited for, for sure. Awesome. Well, you're now one of the before and afters, man. You've done 25 pounds. You made it. You're on the wall. <laughs> awesome. And so when when you first got started, you came in with, you know, you, you've been physically active before. You're kind of tweaking your nutrition. Your parents are vegan, which is awesome, by the way. It's so hard to get your parents to go vegan. Yeah. Yeah. And so what were some of the things that help you get some quick wins, like get some quick results when you first came in? What were some of the tactics or things that were the most helpful? So I think the things that are the most helpful with the Fit Vegan plan are the simplicity of the meal plans, because anything too complex or too time-consuming just isn't going to work. Simple everything is. I think my like my favorite breakfast is just simply the the oats with blueberries, and I put yeah. some cinnamon on there, and it's delicious. You know, with the exercise plans as well, especially starting out. Now they're a little bit more complex, but still it's a, it's a very simple plan. It's a very short exercise. It gets what it needs to get done and it gets it done quick so that you're not in the gym for two or three hours a day. You're there for what you need to get done and, and it's fairly quick. And I think having the fact that, that the meal plan is simple, the exercise plan is simple and it doesn't take up much of your day makes it doable for someone that is constantly worrying about work or, <laughs> or getting their work done. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Like the, the workouts don't have to be complex with a bunch of like fancy complex exercises. And it did get more complex and hard for you because you got fitter. So we want to keep challenging your body. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. No, it's for a sure. good thing. It's a proof that you got fitter as we were making it more complex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, you know, you being into the food space all day, like before you were a manager, I guess now you're not preparing food as much as you were before, but how did you find technically being in a kitchen all day and coming home and having to kind of like meal prep or prep your own food? Because I've heard some people had had some struggle with that in the past. Typically is what I like to do for meal prep is three quarters of my meal prep I do on my two days off for the week so that I don't have to stress about it the rest of the week. Cause if I'm coming home after working, uh, an extra long shift or anything like that, or I'm extremely physically exhausted that day, it's going to be, I'm, I'm not going to meal prep at that point. You'll just mm-hmm. grab whatever's convenient. So, but if I have my meals, uh, prepped on my two days off for the week, then I can come home and just grab a cup of what salad that I made and ready to go, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm happy that you found what worked for you in terms of what day to do it on. All right. Because that's a key part is your lifestyle will be very different than like, I can share kind of what I do. We can share with other members are doing, but you developing your own strategies is what makes the world of a difference. Yeah. So I'm curious, what was that process like for you mentally to just start the weight, start to wait to see the weight come off start over the course of the past few months? No, that was... 
That was fantastic. And it was pretty immediate too. I mean, I know it doesn't always happen the same way for everyone, but uh, the moment I started following the meal plan and getting the daily exercise in, it was just watching the scale go down one to a half to one to a half or to two or pounds, you know, and just over and over. And it's, it, it was just exciting. It was thrilling to see the progress that was so easily made when regularly I, I find it's such a struggle. Yeah. So you talked about the meal plans being easy and everything. Was it easy from the start for when you first started? Because it must've been a shift in how you were training and how you were fueling yourself. Or was it kind of like, ah, oh, cool, I get it. I'm able to stick with this. Or was there any challenges that showed up? I think for the most part, uh, I'm pretty accepting of any type of food. So I don't really have a problem or an issue with different flavors or textures or, or different foods. So I don't know that I would say that I had an issue with following the meal plan as far as like the food selection. And in fact, uh, for one week's of food, uh, there's such a nice variety in selection that I wasn't getting bored on it. And yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't think that I was having really that much of an issue with the meal plan. Good. Well, it's a good thing. I don't, I don't want yeah. it to be an issue. I was like, if there was, I would have been curious, like how you navigated that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so have you, have you had the, the chance to like, do you have to buy new clothes yet? Are you starting to fit in old clothes that you didn't? Oh fit yeah. In yeah. Yeah. So I went from about a 38 waistline to where I'm about 34 to 32s, 32s on some things, 34s on other things. So it just depends on if it's a tighter fit or not. And yeah, that's, uh, that makes me feel super happy. <laughs> That's exciting, man. Well, dude, you're like my waistline. I'm a 32. <laughs> what? Yeah. So you're you're right back down there with me. And like That's... I know your original right. Your original goal coming in was to lose 30 pounds. You're at 25 right now. So by the time yeah. you get to 30, you'll be a solid 32. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's that's my goal. We'll be the same waist size. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I just I got really... a few more years before I get to the same fitness. Well, man, just keep being consistent. <laughs> just keep being. Yeah. Hey, we, we, I feel like we have a very similar physique in that, like, you're you're six foot, I'm six four, we're around similar weight. Like, I'm one ninety four right now. Yeah. So actually, I'm I'm actually heavier than you right now. So yeah, we're very similar physique. So my physique, a hundred percent doable. Just keep consistently <laughs> showing up, and it's gonna it's gonna happen. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, man. So I, I'm curious, like, did because I hear people talk about the tribe often in the podcast and how that was a huge help for them or either the group calls. Has that, ha has that had any impact on you or help you to have access to, to the tribe or the group calls? Yeah, for sure. I always think that it's the community that makes the exercise or the, the program work. Uh, like Coach Sarah constantly being there, uh, answering questions, uh, letting me know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing and when I'm supposed to be doing it. I think that's that's what's made it successful. That's what's made it so that I've been able to consistently keep the weight off and continue to lose. Yeah. What, was that your first time working with a coach before or have you tried in, in the past? So I did. I did actually try a coach in the past, but they were the basic bro kind of coach. <laughs> Uh, so and you got that like the equivalent of like chicken rice broccoli basically exactly exactly yeah and he was constantly suggesting that i add meat back in my diet and add dairy yeah. back in my diet and constantly just bro vicing rather than <laughs> actually giving me information that that was pertinent to my the way i wanted to live my life so it, it 
it grew to the point where I was like, no, we have too much not in common to continue this, this exercise relationship. <laughs> yeah, I get that. When people aren't necessarily educated by vegan nutrition, the main thought is protein, right? And especially if you come to them with like being vegan, they're like, well, at least like throw in fish or eggs in there. I'm like, no, like, yeah. why would I sacrifice my value for like getting more protein that you don't need? At the end of the exactly, day? exactly. Yeah, because obviously you're well-versed in, in, in the kitchen and, and you studied it. Would you say that in terms of fueling your body to thrive and to fuel your workouts, you so you've acquired some knowledge during the duration of the past six months or has it kind of been consistently the same from when you first came in? No, yeah, actually, I feel like looking at the way that I'm eating now, I'm able to on my own, even if, if I forget to meal prep, I'm able to go to work and either on the salad bar or looking through the grocery, because it's a grocery store. So there's plenty of options that I can look up and say, no, this fits within my, my meal plan. This fits within my calorie needs. This fits within nutrition needs. And yeah. the lunch that actually still is keeping me on track rather than throwing me off. Yeah. I love hearing that. That makes me really happy. So uh, Paul, do you feel that the way that you're eating right now, is it a way that you can sustain for the rest of your life? Or does it feel unrealistic to continue eating this way? No, it's definitely sustainable. I feel like there's a wide variety of foods. There's a wide variety of textures. There's a wide variety of flavors that can be incorporated in this way of living and eating. And so it's it's simple. It's simple to keep eating this way. And I love flavor. And if my food's bland, I'm not going to eat it. So that's mm. one thing that I love as well is that we can take like uh, the the quinoa that was in my meal plan and I can add extra mint to it and I can add extra cumin and extra garlic and increase the flavor that I love to have and still be eating uh, within my nutritional needs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Spices are free for all, right? Yeah. yeah. People forget it's like very, there's little to no calorie in spices. You can go crazy over them. Yeah. Yeah. And do you feel the way that your training is unsustainable for the rest of your life? Or do you feel like this is something you're going to keep, like a similar structure that you're going to keep post-program? No, it's very sustainable. Like I said, the, the, the physical requirements of the, of the workout plan are, it, it's simple. They're simple motions. It's simple exercises. It's nothing that's requiring a degree in physical movement to get the exercise done. It's something that's sustainable and that I'm planning on keeping up. <laughs> That makes me happy to hear. And so, you know, you, you talk about simplicity of nutrition, of recipe, and of training. And now, obviously, you've acquired more knowledge in that field. Yeah. But going back to the fact that it's simple, right? The core fundamentals of transformation are very simple. What do you think made a difference this time versus the previous time where you tried transforming since we're using such simple methodologies? I think that. I think I overcomplicate things. And I also think that when I'm trying to do it myself, I look at vegan and I say, well, vegan's healthy. So as long as it's vegan, I'm fine. Mm. Or as long as it's whole food plant-based, I'm fine. And I can eat as much as I want. But yeah. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't really pan out and for achieving the goals that I'm looking for right now. So realizing that, no, there there does have to be a set there does have to be a set calorie intake that you're doing. There does have to be a set meal plan that you're following, exercise plan that you're following so that you get your desired results. Otherwise, mm -hmm. if you just wing it, 
And that's what I've done in the past is just winging it as far as nutrition goes, as far as the workout goes. So it, it definitely makes a lot more sense to plan accordingly to your goals. Yeah, absolutely. When, you know, it's a very unnatural thing to want to change your body composition, right? Like being overweight is very unnatural in and of itself because we grew up in in a space where we didn't have a lot of calorie available. And now we have an overabundance of calorie available, which has caused us to put on fat that we it's, it wasn't an issue if you back up like a thousand years. Yeah. Um, and now us wanting to improve our body composition is a very new problem or thing that we're trying to accomplish in society. And so, you know, eating whole food plant-based and being moderately physically active is great. Right. If you if you're trying to be healthy and like reduce your your risk of heart disease, cancer, and all that is great. But as soon as you're trying to do something physical with your body of improving your body composition, losing fat, building muscle, there needs to be a set structure to be able to accomplish that outcome. Yeah. Right. Because uh, so many people just eat healthy and are active, but their body is just stalling, and they have terrible. You said winging it, right? A lot of people have a yeah. winging it, have a winging it body. Like that's the body they have. They have a winging yeah. body. Yeah. Right. And you want to you want a structured body. You need structure to get there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'm curious, what is a what is the the best non physical win that you got from being in the program for the past six months? Because obviously, like. You transform, you drop down your gene size, you lost 25 pounds, but on the non-physical side, what are some things that you, that you, that are wins for you? I think getting feedback from other people, getting that, like, uh, my uncle saw me a while back when my grandparents visited, uh, my, the, the store is now I'm a manager, you know? And so mm-hmm. his comment to me saying, you're looking really great. I think those like those comments or those those thoughts are are some of the biggest wins I feel. Yeah. You have you have a partner in your life as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you found that you making those habit changes has had an impact on your partner? Uh yes. They're willing to eat everything that I make, but then they still go out to sticky birds sometimes. So or McDonald's <laughs> or <laughs> <laughs> so i mean steps right baby steps <laughs> yeah baby steps in the right direction right? and the thing is like now you now have the knowledge as to how to do this and then you can help them when they're ready yeah right? that's the hard thing with partners if we push them then they pull away versus Definitely. like oh you're ready great i will help you now yeah 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 awesome man i'm very curious uh two questions for you have you had any challenges at all throughout the past six months of your transformation? Any bumps in the road or things that have come up that you had to conquer? Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, just keeping the consistency with exercising. Sometimes with my job, it's required that I'm working an opening shift and the next morning I'm closing or the next day I'm closing or I'm closing and then I'm opening really early in the next morning. And so it's there's there's days that I've dropped the ball. There's days that uh, I didn't get my workout in. There's days that uh, I wasn't able to follow the the eating plan perfectly. There's days that I was like, I just need a chocolate bar. You know, uh, I think I think those days happen to everybody. But as yeah. long as overall I was staying consistent, results were still showing up. And what what do you think helped you show up consistently? Because a lot of people would take like, I miss my workout as like, ah, 
I'll just take them for three days. I'm going to miss the next few things. Or if they had a chocolate bar, they're like, oh, I messed it up. And then they would just binge and continue heading in that direction. So what do you think helped you stay on track and stay consistent the majority of the time? I think having a set goal, knowing where I want to get to helps enormously. That Just that, that, that goal. This is where I want to be. And then the, the change, watching the change in the mirror myself, uh, I've, I've loved that. The change in the fit of my clothes. Those are all little motivators that are like, you should continue this because you're seeing positive outcomes. And sometimes there was a couple days that I wasn't doing so good in a row because of the exactly what you said, that once I've eaten a chocolate bar, nothing's going to go right. Yeah. Uh, but the way I feel after binging or eating something awful, not not eating the light food, the the delicious food that I've been eating on the food plan, you feel an energy difference. When you're not Mm -hmm. exercising, you feel an energy difference. And I miss that when I've had that. I want that back. So it's, I think it's those things, the the way I feel about myself, the way I have energy uh, is what keeps me following the meal plan, following the workout plan, even after things don't go perfectly. Yeah, I, I appreciate the authenticity because some people are scared to tell me. Uh, like I never, <laughs> like I honestly never expect things to go perfect the whole week. Yeah, through. yeah, I think um, we're all like, human. We're, yeah, we're human. There's stressors, there's emergencies. Like word gets in the way, and sometimes we get in our own head for like eating a chocolate bar, and then we justify like throwing away the next two days. Like I get it. Like I've been there. Yeah, um, yeah. I appreciate that because it just goes to show, like, man, you lost twenty five pounds. Yeah, right? and. You know, it didn't go perfect the whole way through, which it never does for anyone. But the fact that you're able to like lose 25 pounds, even though there was all these things that showed up, like that's amazing. And that's pretty much how every single transformation is or should be for all people that if they continue showing up consistently. And so I'm really proud of you for continuously showing up, right? Because the goal is never for it to be perfect the whole way through. The goal is that you have at least 51% consistency show up right, right? At 51, we're over the average and we're winning the majority of the time. (laughs) I'm curious, having been in the tribe for six months, I just started asking this question, but has there anyone that you read their story or that were commenting or sharing on the calls that really inspired you along the way? For sure. I am horrible with names. (laughs) <laughs> so I would have to look it up, but he just finished a couple months ago. He's up in Canada and oh, he's a realtor. Darcy. Yeah, Darcy. Yeah, Darcy. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. He's amazing. Seeing his transformation, his constant comments of like trying to motivate people and help people move forward in the program. I mean, he was such an active member and you could see the amazing results he achieved. I mean, yeah. I'm happy you say that because Darcy came in and he was like, I was like, how much weight do you want to lose? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, you want to lose like five pounds or like 40 pounds? He's like, I don't know, man. I'm like, cool. Let's just go for 10. And then let's just go losing, for 10. He ended up losing 50 pounds. He also That's amazing. From like not knowing like how much he wanted to lose. So yeah, I'm happy. Darcy was a, yeah, it was a big contributor in the tribe. So I'm happy he inspired you. He was a good person to be inspired by. Yeah. Yeah. So I always like to ask this question is, if there's someone that is that was in your shoes before you started the program, right? Does maybe had a little bit of extra weight that they wanted to lose that necessarily didn't have any structure, weren't too sure how to navigate it. What would you say to that person that is on the brink of wanting to take action to transform their body and their health? That 
I think any investment in yourself is worth it. Any investment to improve your health, your overall positivity, your mentality, anything that you're going to invest in yourself is worth whatever cost. I mean, you only have one life, you only have one body, invest in it. Are you happy that you made that investment six months ago? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I always like to make sure <laughs> that people are happy <laughs> the investment they made in the program. Well, cool, Paul, man. I just want to say a big thank you, man, for for taking the time to jump on the podcast and, and being so real and, and vulnerable and you know, really showing the people like, it doesn't have to be perfect every step of the way and you can still accomplish amazing results, right? Your journey is not over. We still have a few more weeks together. And so I'm excited yeah. to help you crush it until the end. Yeah, um, me too. Any words of wisdom you want to share to the people listening, whether that's members of the tribe or just people that are brand new to, to the podcast? I, I don't know that I have any words of wisdom, but I do feel like anyone can change their life. Uh, whether you're a pastry chef, whether you're constantly working, whether you have three jobs, whether you have one job, I feel like you should invest in yourself. You can change your life and you can just feel better in your own skin. And I, I can't thank you enough for the the constancy, the, the consistency that I've had in my life through following the program, through having Sarah constantly helping me and pushing me forward and for you. And I... I just express appreciation. Well, man, I thank you for sharing that. And I'm extremely proud of you because what you did is by no means easy. You deserve every pound that you drop, any new <laughs> pair of jeans that you're going to have to buy because you lost so much weight, right? Like you did all the hard work, right? All we're here for as coaches is hold you accountable and make sure you're heading in the right direction and that you're just being efficient with your time and your effort, right? And but all the hard work of like, oh, I want a chocolate bar or I don't want to work out and I'm going to go and work out like that all comes down to you. And hopefully we can assist with the group calls and the mindset and all that. So I'm yeah. extremely proud of you, man. Keep up the amazing work. We still have a few more weeks together. And for everyone listening, uh, if you want some more information on the process that Paul went through and that our members are going through, there's a link down below in the show notes where you can get some more information, apply for coaching, or just reach out for any questions. And Paul, man, I, I hope you have an awesome day. And thank you very much for jumping on the podcast. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Lucky Segoin and on YouTube at FitVegan. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.